Good morning. Cloudy with a chance of flurries early this morning, then a mix of sun and cloud with a high of six. Epcor has received more than 100 complaints over the last two days about a telephone scam making the rounds in our city. They are calling small businesses and saying if they don't make a payment within the hour, their power will be cut off. Epcor says they would never say that and they would never demand Bitcoin. Charges have been laid against the owner of the Alberta Trucking Company involved in April's fatal crash of the Humboldt Broncos hockey team's bus in Saskatchewan. Sukhmander Singh is charged with eight counts of non-compliance with federal and provincial safety regulations. In sports, the Oilers are finally back in action tonight in Boston. And Justin Sorensen from the Edmonton Eskimos is with us at 7.30 this morning, giving you a chance to win a four-pack of tickets to the game. And if you've got to go, well, we've got the best public washroom in Canada just outside of Edmonton. The St. Albert Honda dealership was crowned the 2018 winner of the Sintas Canada Best Canada's Best Restroom Contest. Now the bathrooms feature a hands-free door opener that allows you to avoid contact Ooh. with door handles. Brilliant. Ooh. Brilliant. Yeah, you know I, I heard about this and not just because they, they're two people that I work with as far as clients go, but they're friends. But uh, the two best bathrooms, that I, like LA Nissan has a really nice bathroom in Leduc, and uh, Lazy Boy, the uh, South Edmonton Common location, really? has oh. a really nice bathroom. Like I'm in there and I'm just like, man, I could just hang out in here for hours. Like, <laughs> really? it's, it's just, just a Chris, really- you got to come out. <laughs> is that weird to hang out in the bathroom? At a uh, yeah, place? it is weird. Okay, yeah. As a man who's done many jobs, yes. uh, such as landscaping, mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of bathrooms oh, around, that- kind of job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a lot of number one and number two jobs. I have seen a bathroom throughout this province. Yes. And I can say I know a good bathroom. All when right. I see it. And do you know one? Does um, anyone stick out? There's no, like, oh. I, the one at Ashley Furniture was excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dealerships usually have great Yeah, bathrooms. that's true. I feel like, like you're the kind of guy that, like, especially if, if you're getting paid by the hour, you'd go and sit on a pot and just no sit chance. on it. There's I, an want, app for I that. want to get in and out of there like a great oh, beret. You're an in and out guy? Yeah. And yeah. I always feel awful because <laughs> I'm sure, that, like, staff at, at convenience yeah. stores, they know exactly what's happening. Like, construction <laughs> worker walks in, doesn't buy a thing, walks out. Yeah. Well, what about the bathroom when it was Oil City Roadhouse and then Knoxville's? I remember they got, like, the big bathroom for the ladies in there. They, oh, well, yeah. There's something going on. I was never in that bathroom. I heard about Didn't it. Didn't they there sell was... shots at <laughs> Oh, that's in every bar. <laughs> in the bathroom? <laughs> sure. That's, really? like, the best place. <laughs> Of I've been to a bar, a bar bathroom in a long time. Do they still do the the like perfume guy, wash your hands oh, guy? Oh, I don't know. Uh, and it's always awkward because you're like, I really want to tip you, but I don't. I don't have any money. Yeah. Um, All right, buddy. No money. And I just walk out. Okay. No bathroom sticks No, out I don't you? really frequent public washrooms. I just hold it. Yeah. But I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's younger. laughs> But I am pleasantly surprised always by McDonald's bathrooms. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. They are always so nice and clean and fancy. I've right. visited a lot of those before. Yeah. <laughs> But that's all I got. 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Your favorite favorite public bathroom and where? Disneyland has nice bathrooms. Oh, really? All guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about uh, the best bathroom in Canada, apparently has uh, right here in the Edmonton region, St. Albert. St. Albert Honda dealership. Yeah, congratulations to them. Uh, but speaking of hunting, as I tie this in, I'd heard a story on the Thanksgiving long weekend. This really did happen out in Thorsby. There was a man who was, I don't know if he was hunting or he was just out in the bush doing whatever bushmen do. And uh, surviving. The, the spirit moved him and he realized that he was going to have to go to the washroom and it wasn't going to be the easy one. It was going to be the other one. And he kind of 
pulled down his pants and he was squatting down and then he saw a trail cam right behind him. And he, thought, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled his pants back up and left that area. Can you imagine getting that trail cam shot? I know Carter's got a bunch of cams out there. You'd just be like, oh, cow. Oh, trail cam went off and he's in a room full of people. Let's see what it is. Oh, man. <laughs> that is a true story. New meaning to deer droppings. Uh-huh. So there you go. You know what? Um, again, that is not nearly as nice as some of these nice bathrooms. <laughs> we're, we're looking for your nice bathroom. Where is it? This deck says the best bathroom in the city is at the Matrix Hotel downtown on hmm. the second floor. Every cloth is like a towel to dry your hand. There you go. I was just thinking that, you know, um, the money that they spend on these nice bathrooms and maybe the tile and uh, all oh, of yeah. these other fancy things. I was just in our bathroom here at the radio station, the men's bathroom, and they should spend all that money on ventilation. <laughs> because what are you trying to say? Just... <laughs> Matt was just in there. <laughs> I have my, our bathroom <laughs> here at work is the absolute worst. Yeah. I am on a st- clock yeah. that is like, it ticks, let yeah. me tell you. Yeah. And our boss's office, you literally open the door and you look him in the eye. It's door, it's door to door. Yeah. It's door to door. Yeah. And like management is surrounds the men's washroom. Yeah. Everybody knows what you're doing in there. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Oh, what about you? Uh, what's the nice bathroom in your world? There's people that want to tell us about the bad bathrooms. That's the easy go-to. Yeah. There's bad bathrooms. I, yeah. Anywhere with a trough. Anywhere. No anywhere Matt's been, I would say. It's probably the one. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, bathroom, uh, where's that bathroom again, Jack? It is at the St. Albert Honda. Yeah, they won the number one bathroom in all of Canada, just as far as everything. The technology's cool. I like the idea of not having to touch anything, right? The door. That's great. Oh, yeah. I hate touching the door. Because you think about that, you wash your hands, and then you just, everybody uses the same handles and stuff like that. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do have some pretty quick bathroom breaks. (laughs) Yours are faster. Yeah, and I wash my hands, but I have high pressure. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. PSI's through the roof. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about bathrooms. Yes, Ray? You guys said uh, who number one was, but who was uh, number two? There it is. I'm sorry. Do we want to know? <laughs> There's nothing like a good poop joke early in the morning. Nothing like it. <laughs> All kidding aside, though, Princess Auto has some of the most relaxing, clean bathrooms in Edmonton. Princess Auto? Really? Yeah. Does it have the Princess Auto for their clean bathrooms that are always full of toilet has toilet paper and they're just clean all the time. And I bet they have that stuff like that gritty stuff that can get the grease off your hands too. Oh yeah, oh the Agent Orange. Yeah, do they have some for your like Saturday morning when you go get your Tim Hortons coffee and your muffin, and then you decide to go down to Princess Auto and yeah. They bet you they love seeing you coming. (laughs) It's no longer called a number two. It's called a number three. And trust me, you don't want to go in there after a number three. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) my. See, Matt and I are laughing and Jack looks disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) I got to go. Guys and girls. It's so weird, hey? Yeah, men are from Mars and women are from another bathroom. A cleaner planet. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We got wedding drama in a family. Steve texted us at 103939. Yes, he is footing the bill for his son and future daughter-in-law's wedding, but he's not allowed to invite any of his friends. The wife, the future wife says, we don't know them. They're not coming. So he asked, what do you think? This text says they are being super rude. That is something you should be really appreciative for, not something you should take for granted. Hmm. Appreciative of money? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? A long time ago when we got married, we had a big, giant Ukrainian wedding. There was almost 400 people there. And um, we got to invite who we wanted. And our parents both invited all their family and friends. And it was just, it was great. But they, How nice for you. They paid for everything. They so, did? Yeah. Well, we oh. were 
we didn't have, we didn't have anything. We were like 20. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but at the end of the day, that was the way it went. What about you, Jack? Uh, we kind of, we split the bill. So um, my parents paid for some, Bob's parents paid for some, and then Bobby and I paid for a third of it. It was kind of a third just split all around. Yeah. And then it turns out we had a capacity of 120, so 60 couples. We gave 20 couples to my mom and dad's side, 20 couples to Penny and Ron's side, mm-hmm. 20 for us. There you go. And you guys were 10 years older than us, so you kind of had your poop in a group. Exactly. It's yeah. different, I guess, on the age you are. Yeah, and Matt, your wedding was? I personally had no skin in the game. No? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Sam had some cash he threw in. And her parents helped a little bit. My parents had a little bit of cash to throw in there. So right. I was kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this you just showed up. up. <laughs> this works great for me. All right, Jordan, what's your take on this? Hey, uh, when my parents and my in-laws helped pay for the wedding. The rule was if they were paying for it, they got to do whatever they wanted. <laughs> right. So there was stuff that my wife and I wanted, which we paid for. And mm-hmm. there's stuff that my parents wanted. They wanted a live band. They paid for it. Sure. They <laughs> wanted a certain type of alcohol. They paid for it. Right. And wh- If the parents are paying for it, the whole wedding, they can invite whoever the hell they want. Yeah, that's your take. Well, we just got a text uh, going the other way, Jack. Read that one. Yeah, this says, uh, it comes from another dad named Steve. It's not your wedding. Go as guests. Be grateful to be involved. Let them have their wedding the way that they want. Even if you are paying, you're not planning. Keep your nose out of it if you want to be involved in things in the future. Yeah, uh, I I disagree completely because not only did we not... Not only do we not even talk to everybody at the wedding, right. at our wedding, right? we don't even, like, my parents invited whoever they wanted, my in-laws invited whoever they wanted, and it was like, you don't even, by the end of the night, you don't even care because you just want it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like your wedding was more of a party for your parents than less of a wedding. <laughs> it was an awesome party. Yeah. Yeah. So, you heard. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, you might need some extra money if you're planning a wedding because those things are expensive. And Dad Steve has got an issue. He reached out to us looking for your help. Yeah, he texted in talking about his son and future daughter-in-law's wedding. They're in the planning stages now. He is footing the bill. Dad is paying for the wedding and wants to invite a few friends. They say absolutely not. Hmm, so we're looking for your take on it. He's looking for your help. Yes, Kim? I think that um, the parents are paying They're not asking the kids to put these people in their wedding party. Right. So let them have the people there. You're you're a proud parent. You want to show off your children's big day. But what about the pictures? I don't want a bunch of randos in my wedding pictures. They don't have to be in the pictures. Nobody's asking to put them in the pictures. No, exactly. And the other thing is, if this is coming from the young lady, I don't mean to be uh, trying to break up a couple, but... Does he want to rethink what he's doing? Because mm. she's greedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got a bigger problem than a couple of people coming to the wedding, it sounds like. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not asking to do anything. Like, they're not asking for everybody to be in the wedding party. They just want to bring friends. Yeah, I haven't gone through this yet, but we will at some point, hopefully, with our kids. And it's just like, yeah, if you, you know, I talked to my daughter about it last night. I just said, what is your take on it? And, and I was happy to hear that both her and her boyfriend said, no, if, yeah, if, if you want to plan your entire wedding, then you should have to pay for your entire wedding if you, if other people are going to be involved yeah. then they've they've got as matt says skin mm-hmm, in the game that's what they say now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure it's nice thinking I, when there's no investment yeah, yeah. I, my 
son did the uh, destination wedding, mm-hmm. and because the grandparents are older and they didn't want, they don't travel way far away like that. Right. We threw a party to have them enjoy it too, mm-hmm. and when we got home. There you go. I, that's the greatest thing because you get two parties. That, that maybe Perfect. that maybe that's the idea. Maybe you you have a a, a party for invited and then the uninvited yeah. party. <laughs> yeah, the parents get to have yeah. a party for their friends later. There we go. Uh, thank you so there much. Thank you so much. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. The parents are paying for the wedding, uh, but they don't get to invite the people they want to uh, to the wedding. According to Steve, he's asking what he should do. This texter says there is no avoiding wedding arguments, but if a dad is footing the bill, he can add anyone to the list. My dad added 55 people that I didn't really know, but he's paying for our wedding and it's important to him. So I didn't say anything. My only other rule was that no money in, no opinion taken. After a couple dozen, I think you could probably (laughs) pipe up a little. (laughs) All right, Debbie, what do you think? Aside from the money... I think it's just really selfish of her. If she loves the man that's going to marry, she must realize the parents were part of that, and they should be able to take part in the wedding. And she should be proud of whoever he wants. But it's her wedding, and she doesn't want any people there that she doesn't know, right? Yeah, but if you don't want anybody there, you don't know a lot. There you go. Oh, that well, might that's be. not as fun. <laughs> How do you get gifts? <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Steve is uh, well looking for some advice. They got a wedding coming up in their family. He's the dad, and uh, well, he's got some questions. Yeah, he's footing the bill, but his uh, future daughter-in-law says, "If I don't know any of the guests, they're not coming." So he's not invite. He's not allowed to invite any of his friends. This texter says, "Hey, she's not being greedy. I personally want all of my kids to have one wedding each, so I will do whatever I can to make that day perfect for them the way they want it." My in-laws paid for our wedding as well and did the whole we pay we plan thing and it was wicked now my friend and i are my wife rather and i are planning to renew our vows so we can have the wedding that we actually want it would have been nice to spend my wedding celebrating with family and friends and not being introduced to a bunch of old weirdos Mm, been there (laughs) (laughs) Matt. matt There wasn't a lot of old weirdos no. at your... Hang on a second. Maybe that was me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you showed up. Uh, oh. Yes, Krista. Just wondering if uh, if he happens to know everybody that she's going to invite. Let's say work people. Right. Right? Does he know everybody? And, and anybody that's being invited, do they know their significant other that's also coming? Hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that's probably. Hey, you're right. Yeah, she door? wouldn't know everyone. Is she going to stop them at the door? Put that in the invitation. If I don't know you, you guys can't come. Yeah. <laughs> it makes it harder to write out the name tags. I'm just wondering, but here, here you know, you look at the parents yeah. who, uh, on both sides, for that matter, who've watched. Let the, the friends have watched these children grow up. They want to celebrate. And that's the thing, right? Also. Yeah, like you know, when you think about your dearest, closest friends yeah. uh, as parents, I mean, yeah, they watch this boy grow up, and and you know, yeah. he probably calls some of them uncle, even though they're not or aunt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. And how true. many cousins is she not going to know from his side? Yeah, or vice versa. Right. So I think she needs to sit down and have a little little evaluation because she's kind of. Mm. She's uh, like I. I've seen three-year-olds behave a little bit better than this. Mm. <laughs> but what about like she can? She can't control guests and plus ones. No. She can't control the number of people that get to invited. So when the dad is saying, "Well, I want to invite people," and she's saying, "No, I've got other people," mm. she does. She ha- she has a little bit of a leg to stand on. 
it all depends, yeah. right? If they sit down and everybody's talking mutual, then you can start, you know what, I've been friends with these people for like 45 years. Right. They've watched Steve grow up. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, if, if they haven't met them, then <laughs> we could have a little party before that or, right. or okay. at the lake or what, what have you. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit ridiculous. It's yeah. not like the Ukrainian weddings that they had 20 yeah. years ago where everyone was invited yeah. to re-meeting your family. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, a lot of things happening behind the scenes, but I think we've got Kaylin Pavich on the line. Kaylin, are you at home right now? I am. Okay, I can hear a puppy dog barking in the background. It's all very exciting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, even the even the puppy's excited for the uh, cash cow contest. You've heard how it works. Uh, you basically you just you go from stall to stall to stall and uh depending on how much you want to win compared to, you know, how much you want to lose, I guess. There's a balance there, isn't there? There is, yeah. Okay, $1,000 up for grabs. We don't have a great phone line, um, but we're going to try to play this as well as we can, uh, all things considered. It doesn't really matter. The cow doesn't matter what the phone sounds like. The cow just matters, you know, <laughs> how you milk. Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's you, do this. You got nothing to lose with the first one. You're not going to lose the first one. That would be real dirty. But here, here we go. $50. Okay, $50. Now, do you want to uh, just hang on to your 50 and say that's been a good day in the barn and go home with your money, or do you want to risk it and go to another stall? Uh, let's go to another stall. All right. $100. Okay, a hundred bucks. You know what? That's better not than bad. nothing, right? Nope, that's not bad, but oh. I think I'd like to open another door. <laughs> okay. All right, another stall. Here we go. One hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. Okay. I think I'd like to go again. <laughs> okay. Another one for sure? Yeah. You heard what happened to Greg Reynolds yesterday afternoon, right? Yes. Just checking. All right. All right. You <laughs> want to open okay. another stall? Let's do it. $200. This cow is consistent. 200 bucks. What could you buy with $200? Yeah. I, you know what? I could take my kids out for a really nice evening, but I think I might open another door. You might open another door. Okay. Here stall we go. Five. Yeah. $300. Okay. It jumped up a bit. Mm, yeah. You know what? Let's keep going. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, you want to you want to go again? All right. Yeah. $400. Oh. $6. Stalls, mm, 400 heart. bucks. Let's open one more. <laughs> you want to open one more? Yeah, let's do it. All right, you're a bit of a gambler. I like that. I like that in you. All right, <laughs> let's open up one more stall. See how it goes. Betsy, no! Kaylin! So now what you <laughs> need to do... Say, that was fun anyways. Now what, yeah, now what you need to do is like that... Uh, what is that? What's the movie with Will Smith with those... those Rewind? No, the, those those lights where you... No, <laughs> <laughs> the, men in black. Men, men in black. Oh, memory yeah. eraser. Erase your memory. Just yes. erase this. <laughs> Obviously, my memory's been erased. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Kaylin, but at, at least you're That's a good... That's okay. 
you're a good sport. Nothing ventured, nothing gained, right? I don't, I don't blame you because yeah. sooner or later someone's going to win a grand here. And uh, and uh, you know what? Oh man, we hoped it was you. Thanks for being a great sport. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Joining us in studio is our big buddy from the Edmonton Eskimos, Justin Sorensen. Thank you for joining us this morning, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good morning. Uh, we got a lot going on. we got some bells here. The Show the Love campaign with the Cross Cancer Institute is going to be mm-hmm. happening at the huge game on Saturday afternoon. It's a 3 o'clock kickoff, and coming up shortly, we're going to give them a chance to win tickets to that game to watch you. Uh, we're in a must-win territory now as far as the team goes, but I have done the Chris Sheets guarantee that uh, the Eskimos are going to be in the Great Cup somehow, somewhere. Okay. Well, there we go. That's me. I didn't right? know the game was at 3. That's good thing you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a five. The ball's game. just yeah. sitting on the field waiting for someone to you snap. Maybe double check that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not always. No, been. I believe you. I usually, I usually tell me like day before. Yeah. This is interesting, and maybe I'm sidetracking the show a bit. Probably. But, um, Aaron Boone, the manager for the New York Yankees, yeah. got the time wrong for all the players yeah. during a playoff game. <laughs> Did they not post game times in the locker room? No. Really? Hmm. That's crazy. Well, it's, you're kind of everyone's expected to look and see when, the, when you're supposed to be there, right? Yeah, but ex- expected is like, yeah. You've, have you ever been late or missed something like that? or just, No, I haven't. No. But other guy people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. There was some other stories of some people that have missed. Oh, missed the bus. I, I guess take that's, yeah, I mean, we're all late at one time or another. You sleep in, right, yeah, at the hotel. players can be late, too. Yeah. It, <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, it's been known to happen. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Coming up the next few moments, again, we'll give you a chance to win tickets. A uh, new homeowner just bought a house this week. That's very exciting for you, right? Yeah, very now, exciting. Now that you got a house, because you said you had the cat, because you just had the small place, you always yeah. said you wanted a dog. Did, were you one of the people that put your name in for those three giant St. Bernards there, Justin? No, that's no? a little too much work. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Big man needs a big dog. Yeah, maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> Not three. That's what everybody was saying to me. Come on. You know, there's like I had a St. Bernard once. I said, but did you have three? Like that would be like next level. Chris is the one guy trying to bring all that slobber. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Drool everywhere. Those big dogs drool so much. Yeah. Yeah. No, it would be really something. But and anyway. The double coats they have, all that hair. Yeah, double coats. What That means double, double coats. coats. Yeah. <laughs> hair everywhere if you let them inside. Yeah. Oh, you'd let them inside. Yeah, I guess you have to. The winter's too cold here. They would. They if you didn't let them inside, they'd come inside anyway. Yeah. Like <laughs> chew through the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin's with us. Uh, we're gonna give you a chance to win tickets to the game. Is he's gonna play these bells that are going to be actually available for a f- minimum five dollar donation? Give it a little tingle there. Give him a. All right, Justin's going to play his favorite country song with the bells and your chance to identify it coming up, all right? So start thinking about that. What could possibly go wrong? You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chad Brownlee and Dear Drunk Me, uh, Chris, Jack, Matt, and Justin Sorensen from the Edmonton Eskimos. You're a big Chad Brownlee fan. You guys are buddies. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's a good dude. BC boys, right? Absolutely. A couple okay. of athletes. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right. We're going to give you a chance to win a two-pack, not a four-pack, a two-pack of tickets to the Eskimo game. I'm sorry. I was For the first time in my life, I was wrong again. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You and your best friend at the Eskimo game on Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. By then, the snow will be gone, and it's a huge game for the Eskies against the Red Blacks, and Busta Rhymes can be doing the halftime thing, and the Show the Love campaign's happening with the uh, Cross Cancer Institute, too. So Matt, uh, Justin's got a couple of the bells that you can buy when you come in. I can't wait to make noise for the defense and people ringing those bells. Give us an example. Yeah, make awesome. some noise for the defense. Woo! 
Ooh, that works. Good old-fashioned hockey game's going to break out at Commonwealth. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be real loud. <laughs> yeah, that's just two bells, so it's going to be awesome. Yeah, imagine. All right, so get your bells. So now what we're going to do... 60,000 of them. Yeah, Justin is going to do this. He's going to play one of his favorite country songs. We'll say it's a, you know, it, it's 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 not an obscure country song. It's a no, well-known one. No, very well-known. Can we say... We'll give we should it, probably oh, give him a hint because this classic with the bells. Yeah. Is very, it's a throwback. Very tough. It's a throwback classic. from the '90s, and it's a it's a monster hit. Text us at one zero three nine three nine if you can figure out what song he is playing on the bells right now. Here goes the bell boy. Go. <laughs> hit him with that bell solo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, I, I got it. You guys got it? I, yeah, that's a lot. I might that's need tough. another Good cake. Luck, <laughs> I knew it before, and I don't even know it now, yeah. so I'm so confused. All right, it's a classic. It's Yeah, it's a big hit. Text us at 103939. You guys honestly could hear it in there? Oh, not at all. It's nope. probably a top 10 song from the 90s, I'd imagine. Yeah, oh, I'd definitely. Say, I'd say, yeah. So. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Eric Church and Springsteen kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Good morning. Matt DeBurs, Hi. and uh, from your Edmonton Eskimos, Justin Sorensen. Hi, guys. There he is. Yeah, playing the bells this morning. Again, play a little bit of your song, just right. a little bit. We don't need much. I hear it now. I hear it this time. Uh, the song was, of course... I got friends in low places. Garth Brooks. Ah, oh, classic. Obviously. The first texter <laughs> got it. Amazing. So there you go. Congratulations to Bob. He's off to the Eskimo game. Again, get those bells at the game and uh, support uh, the Cross Cancer Institute. They've done wonderful things for many years. Uh, we've talked, Justin, before on the air about, I mean, everybody's got a cancer story and you've Absolutely. got one, right? So of course. we all have one, unfortunately, and the Cross does a, an amazing job. There's people on their way there this morning mm-hmm. that are having way worse days than any of us. So we think of all of them and the game's going to be fantastic. Uh, Buster Rhymes is doing halftime. Get your tickets. Huge, huge game for the Eskimos. Really quickly, before we let you go, uh, you were probably listening because you always do. You yep. heard the story from Steve uh, last hour where he's the parent footing mm-hmm. the bill for the wedding. Yeah. And and uh, and basically his uh, his son, and it sounds like more of the bride-to-be doesn't really want uh, him to invite any of his friends to the wedding because she doesn't know any of them or they don't know any of them. And uh, Dad Steve is like, what do I do? Like, we're paying for the wedding. I don't know. And so you got married in April. And... You're older, right? More established. So, you know, what was your take on that? Uh, I think that it's a fine line between, I mean, if he's paying for it, he should be allowed some of his friends. Yeah. Especially, like like they said, if he knew the the son growing up and that was a part of their lives, for sure. But if it's just his random buddy Joe from work, then I don't know if that necessarily... Yeah, has to happen, but they just got to sit down and talk. I mean, that's they just got to sit down and have a conversation. Like, hey, I'm footing this bill. I want to have a few of my people who knew my son his whole life there. I don't yeah. see why that's an issue. Yeah, shouldn't be right. Yeah, shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. but again, sitting around a Sounds table planning a wedding yeah. can be challenging. It would great in your situation, I know, but. Yeah, we made a rule too. Like if 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 the other person hadn't met hadn't met the other person, then yeah, then they were then we didn't invite people too. That was okay. kind of our rule. Oh, okay, okay. that explains why like there was like maybe invited. like there was like maybe a few <laughs> exceptions, but we tried to keep that rule as firm as possible. Right, right. I, I was at a wedding many many years ago. My wife and I walked in. Um, we were at the, just signing the guest registry at the be- beginning, and one of the bridal party people c- came up and said, "Are you sure you're at the right wedding? Because ne- neither the bride or groom." Um, know you 
Ooh. And it was like a cousin. It was, it was a cousin of my wife's, and she hadn't seen her for many, many years. Yeah. And that didn't start the wedding off really great for me. No. <laughs> I, we didn't. Yeah. We Just didn't do what I do and drink your way through it. <laughs> we didn't yeah, stay long Chris. after that. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, you know what? Maybe I am at the wrong one. <laughs> See you guys later. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, at the, all three of us in this room, uh, we've been working together now as a team for over five years, I think, yeah. if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. It's about eight with the wind chill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all three of us are uh, pretty opinionated, and I think we kind of can all be bullheaded in our own way. Jack pretends she's not bullheaded, but she's really, <laughs> really bullheaded. And, I'm slowly learning that I don't have to have an opinion. I can just say it in my head. <laughs> there, there you go. Good for you. It's just in her head. So, Matt, I would say, is like you're exceptional. You are, with the orders getting ready to play, tonight you are the Connor mcdavid of disagreeing thank you it it doesn't matter what side of an argument you'll take or you'll make a statement matt can always argue the other way i ain't no yes man it's unbelievable i'm gonna always try to take a side and it's it's a skill like it's an absolute skill like there's times where where i've got an opinion on something but if somebody gave me the opinion i had i wouldn't have the ability to give the reverse argument yeah yeah like (laughs) it's crazy like you should be a lawyer like because Honestly, there'd be, there'd be times when you wouldn't necessarily agree with what you were saying, but you you, you find a way you to say it and it. try to try to. I don't know if you're convincing, but you would be able to do that. I'm certainly not convincing. No, but I can do it. Yeah, and lawyers have to be smart. All right, I'm not that smart. So we're going to play a little game called Matt Argues Anything, and Jack and I have not discussed our topics, but uh, I, I just basically said come up with something that would be almost impossible to argue, and let's just let Matt, Matt argue it and show you what he can do. For example, Jack, what are you thinking this morning? What's your obvious statement? My obvious statement is puppies are adorable. Yeah, but they're helpless. Like puppies are the worst because you can't like grown dogs are awesome Mm. because they can take care of themselves. They're easy maintenance. You (laughs) let them outside. They do their business. Puppies inside. always pooping on the rug, peeing on the rug, never sleep when they want to sleep. They're chewing on everything. Puppies are the worst. There I go. Win again. (laughs) There you go. There's an example. I would have never been able to come up with a reason why puppies were the worst. Matt DeBurse can. I love puppies. Okay, here's here's my Matt. This won't this won't surprise you. This won't surprise you when I say this, but this has no, this has been the worst September and October that we have ever had in Edmonton from a weather perspective. Oh, of course weather guy goes with (laughs) weather. Go. Okay, we got a little bit of snow. We're still managing. It's not covering the uh, the roads right now. We can still get by. Roads are clear. We don't have to shovel. Yeah. No big deal. Next week, going to be good. I guess that's October, yeah. but still awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought you'd say, hey, it could be worse. We could be uh, where the hurricane is right exactly. now. Exactly. Look, they have nice weather all the time. Why am I helping him? Don't give him more yes, arguments. feed me. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, he did okay. I, yeah. I thought you'd do better on mine, to be honest with you, but it's pretty hard to argue with the weather Oh, right yeah. Now. Okay, weather guy. Comes in hot with the weather take. <laughs> all right. There's, there was lots of good days. You only focus on the bad days, Chris. Yeah, September yeah. had plenty of plain still days. Going. September 27th, I think, was the one good day. I don't know. Anyway, all right. There it is. Matt argues everyone, every, with everybody. Yeah, bring about it on. Everything. And for the record, Matt, someone does agree with you on the puppies. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. LeBron James, he's got a lot of cash. The best uh, player in the NBA right now, maybe the yeah, best. Yeah, say he's probably worth about a billion bucks. Yeah, oh not, my. not bad at all. He's got a 14 and 11 year old. He says they're very grown up. In fact, uh, they have wine with him, and uh, that's causing a lot of controversy. Of course, uh, he makes the statement he knew probably that it was going to blow up. Oh, for I mean, sure. And know. he said, "Blame dad, not mom." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Just don't put it on Facebook, LeBron, because then you'll have all the parents <laughs> yeah. that want to tell you how to parent. Um, so, but we're looking for for your 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 uh, feeling on this, like uh, younger children with alcohol, a whole glass of wine, or what's the deal? The texts are rolling in at one zero three nine three nine. Yeah, this texter says, "My dad fed me scotch when I was thirteen years old, and I never touched alcohol again until I was about seventeen. <laughs> yeah. the absolute worst. Yeah, yeah. Scotch. and you're like, this is how it all tastes. That's perfect. Yeah. Tyler says, "My son has tried beer, rum, and wine." The the only one he liked was the beer, and every so often I let him have a sip, but never enough to get him drunk. He is six years old now. Okay. <laughs> six years old. Maybe he There's meant 16. There's a real eye-opener at the end of that tank. <laughs> I think he meant 16. You could tell Jack hadn't pre-read that one. <laughs> Just by the look on her face after she finished it. Another text here. I didn't like booze at all. When I was 17, my dad would kiss me goodnight after a beer, and I was like, yuck. All right. Okay. I got to brush my teeth before I kiss my wife after uh, a beer, too. Kiss. Uh, kiss. Chris, that's her name. Uh, 780-421-1039. So when I was growing up, uh, it was pretty normal that if when we, even when I was little and my children were little, if they were by my dad, my dad would always give them little sips of beer right. or whatever it was he was drinking. Right. And my mom insisted that a special dinners like Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, we have a small glass of wine. Right. None of us are alcoholics because we were taught how to drink responsibly mm-hmm. under supervised conditions. Mm-hmm. If you say no, 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 no to a child, they're going to want to do it even more. Problem is, my dad taught me how to chug yeah. my <laughs> shotgunning beers. I used to get upset with my dad when he was giving sips of beer to my kids. But to this day, my kids are responsible adults. Right. Not a big deal. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, yeah, talking about, uh, again, LeBron James and his 14 and 11-year-old daughters, right? And sons. Sons. Okay. Um, they're, uh, they, anyway, they, they, they drink with that. He said a, a glass of wine. It's just kind of the way it is. He says, they're just, they're grown up. They're responsible so they can handle it. So the question is, um, you know, what's this, the situation in your life when you were growing up or currently, uh, and we're getting some great texts at one zero three nine three nine. Yeah. This person says, I think you should be 18 before you try alcohol. I was 27. Okay. Wow. Think about the French. Mm. They're basically suckling from a wine bottle right out of the womb. They are. Well, oh, yeah. I mean, Europe, it's, you know, they, you can drink at a much younger age. I think at like 11, 12. Yeah. I don't know. When do they start smoking darts? <laughs> <laughs> Sacre bleu! I need my cigarettes! I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, 780-421-1039 is always the number to call. You would rather not be identified, but go ahead. I'm chiming in only because I, I understand where everything's going with all these comments about people sharing alcohol, but people who are alcoholics are not that by choice. Generally, it's a genetic thing or there's something wrong that causes their addiction. It's not because they had little sips of wine and beer when they were kids. Right. I grew up in a family where we all... I was drunk for my first birthday because I like to sit on all my dad's friend's knees and have a little sip of their beer. I'm not an alcoholic. That's not going to make me an alcoholic. Right, right, right. 
I know that's very serious and that's no, way no, beyond what that's you're a very talking good point. about, but yeah. there could be people out there listening to your program that will be offended because if they are an alcoholic, that's probably not the reason why. Yeah, that's a very good point. No, 100%. And, and that's why we asked the question in the first place, and that's why we need smart people like you to chime exactly. in. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Cheers to that. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh boy, there is a lot of different uh, sides to this thing. Again, LeBron James, the famous basketball player, his uh, 14 and 11 year olds are drinking wine with their dad. And uh, yeah, we were asking what you thought about that. And a lot of people are reminding us that, uh, of course, I mean, the, ba- the brain is developing apparently until you're 25 years old. So that's incredible. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I wish I did. <laughs> yeah. the, the booze isn't good for you in any capacity for your body. Right. Just remember that. Right. At the end of the day, right? Anyway. This texture gives us an insight into their childhood. They said, I used to get bottles of Kahlua in my Easter basket around 10 to 12, 11, 12 years old. But alcohol <laughs> was never a fascination for me. I think that letting kids have alcohol at a younger age takes away that mystery. Hmm. Imagine the Easter bunny just gooned. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and no balls. <laughs> I feel like something went wrong there. <laughs> I remember the one time the Easter Bunny got me a white chocolate bunny. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Is it okay uh, to give your kids alcohol? LeBron James, the basketball player, says yes. He's not the only one. Uh, wine, he says, for his 14 and 11-year-olds when they're eating. Um, and so we're asking for your take on it. Holy cow, are we ever getting a, a, a wide spectrum of answers, Jack? Yeah, lots of people are saying they were allowed sips and they've been responsible ever since. Other people are saying that you can't help it. Whether you have sips or not, if you are going to be an alcoholic, you're going to be one. Okay, well, what do you think? When I was a child, my parents used to dip soothers in rum for teething. Yes, I've heard oh. of that before. Uh-huh. Not one kid in my family mm. is an alcoholic. All of us have drank from young ages. Yeah. There's never been any addiction. The, the only issue is that none of you have teeth. <laughs> no, all of us have them. <laughs> we, we still gum our soothers today. They were such happy babies. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.